Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 82. A little Shannon Sharp for you. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on BOF uh, that are a part of the network by hitting the podcast drop down. There's like six, seven. Lauer's got one. Haas has got two. Greb's got one. You know, he's talking mostly about celery, though. Um, so check out all the other great shows over there. Everyone's got great shows and it's, uh, it's just, uh, there's plenty to choose from. I am, uh, your co-host for this evening, uh, or this afternoon, actually. <laughs> whenever they listen to it. Yeah. It's whatever you choose. Uh, from the other side of the Hudson river, I am a senior contributor to Batman off film. I'm Peter Arvera and we're recording on July 9th, 2022. As always, we have a great show for you today, but before I get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you all of our faithful listeners. If you take the time to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, we read it on air. You just won yourself a prize pack. We do this every month. We give it back to you, the people who enjoy our banter. Thank you for the downloads. It's our sort of way of giving back. So uh, make sure you enter the contest every month. Uh, I believe it is still open. It is only the ninth. <laughs> so we're ongoing. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who won the 1981 Manorville Moose Calling Championship, the champion of Long Island, a fellow Batman on Film contributor, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Holzman. Hello there. Hello there. That was the young kids division as well, because I was five at the time, so. Oh, you're a little young moosler. Yeah, you know, this was, I didn't know much about them at the time, and I kind of just making this noise, and I think my mother was like, that sounds like a moose call. So they entered me in the competition, and I and won. You, um, are, you, are your vocal cords prepared to give us an No, example? I can't do that anymore. Moose, well, is it, is it no. moose is just singular and plural, so it's just moose. Can you just yes. moose for us? No. <laughs> just moose for me. Like, if I said meese, it'd be wrong, but if I'm that, can you, Eric, please, I'm for the audience, will you moose for us? I no, I can't. Is, is it? I heard it's kind of like yodeling. A little. So why don't you give that a shot? Nah. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Of course they do. They come here every week for your achievements of greatness, your feats of grandeur. Doesn't these Pete are the sound things like- that we read in comic books? You live it in life. Doesn't Pete sound like Lewis Black, guys? When the Aquaman. Doesn't he? Like, don't you hear the Eric rasp Holt. in his voice? <laughs> the champion of Long Island. Lewis Black, uh, ladies and gentlemen, right here. The Massapequa Mauler. I don't I don't even live in Massapequa. Like, what, what are we the Huntington about? Hunter. Oh, I don't know. What? The West Islip Trout. The nicknames are endless. And, and not real. <laughs> <laughs> and totally not real, but okay. 
Uh, no, I'm just when you're the champion, you just kind of encapsulate everything. You don't get other names. It's just one name. If, like, if you sure. walk around Long Island and you say champion, like they Kobe. know it's me. It's me. Mike. Right. Exactly. Mike. Well, Michael can be two people. Don't forget. Well, so. it depends on your context. That's true. Like if you're talking about basketball, you're clearly not thinking of Jackson. Right. Of course. <laughs> but I just meant in pop culture, you can meet because Michael Jordan crossed both lines, right? He was an actor, not a great one. Um, He's still his airness, you know. So the king of pop, they have distinguished. Oh man, Michael Jordan. Anyway, I'd rather not talk about him because I'm not a fan. Anyway, <laughs> when when hey, when you shouldn't be a fan either. I'm not a fan, but I don't hate Michael Jordan because he's the greatest basketball player that ever lived. No, I don't hate him for being the greatest basketball player that ever lived. I hate him for killing my team and becoming the greatest basketball player. Oh, yeah, player but it's like, him. you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, and the moment of heart, but now I look back on it, it's still heartbreaking, but. Oh, of course. You know, right. you know, watching the, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the greatest ever play. Like, I'll take that. I, I never saw Ruth play. Right. But I got to see Jordan, you know. Right, yeah. You know? I got to see Lil Gretzky. Yep, I got to see Gretzky, Jordan, yep. Very little Gretzky, but I got to see some. Yep, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like, obviously, I didn't like Gretzky either, because as an Islander fan, they were our only competition. Edmonton was the only competition when the Islanders were winning cups. Dude, he's a ranger. So, that doesn't count. <laughs> if you want to say he was a king, an L.A. king, I'll give you that. I think but, that's, how I, that's how I remember him, actually. But if you're going to say he's a ranger, well, yeah, shut up. No, that doesn't count. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's true, though. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. How many great baseball wise? I got to see Griffey. I'm trying to think like of the greatest players I've ever seen play baseball. A Rod, like Griffey, A Rod. I like Chipper Jones a lot. I think he's kind of. I think he's up there with those guys. Um, you know, now they want to see you know Trout. I guess like I don't know. I just I put out a tweet today because I'm just so tired of hearing about Trout and Otani. I'm like they're under 500. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't care. Like I'd much rather talk about you know whatever anybody else it, is doing. It is crazy though when you think because they have plenty of money too. How they can't build a winner out there. It's, it's been a little rough for them. Getting back guys? to the uh, pool holes, Josh Hamilton era. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, with those two no, guys, too, having Otani and Trout. Obviously, last year Trout was hurt, but I'm just like. It's, it's just amazing to me. Otani comes to Yankee Stadium and gets crushed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very strange. They haven't – the Angels have had that difficulty building around those two guys. It doesn't – I mean, they've tried. They've been trying for a while. It just hasn't worked out. I don't, it's kind of like the early – I want to say like the, the, like the move on Mets. Like right. that era of the Mets, it's like you're spending the money on the wrong guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, weird. And then, like, that's why it's always weird when I hear people complain about the Yankees because, yes, they haven't won since 2009, but they haven't had that. Did the Yankees season. had a playoff team with, like, Vernon Wells and Lyle over Bay? <laughs> like, I sorry, mean, excuse me. So that's why Yankee fans need to be a little bit more realistic about. About, uh, like, the Yankees have, like, a miserable season at, like, 85 wins. I know. It's, I know. it's funny listening to them on the radio. It is. But that's. But it's been fun beating up the Red Sox this weekend. It has. Been, it has or been this fun. Week, this week, yes, weekend. Yeah, it has been fun. It was close the other night. They only they had to hang well, out. Last night was great with the fly ball in right field and 
just the home runs. Donaldson <laughs> and Hicks was very nice. And yep. I'm trying not I to have Devers t- in fantasy, so the home runs didn't really hurt me too much. Well, they helped you. Yeah, but the Yankees. <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying. You, the Yankees won, and you got the help. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Like they didn't hurt me. <laughs> like, yeah. The home runs didn't hurt me. Like so that's they still great. Won the game. Yeah, good stuff. So. Yeah, I've I've been trying to. I just try to temper expectations with the Yankees, but My, oh, I just I go series by series. I'm just happy they're just beating up on the Red Sox. That's true. That's a good you know, point. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I still think they need. I need. They need. I honestly think they need more pitching and hitting because I don't know how many innings Nestor has left. Yeah, he's starting to crack a little. It's just he's he's close. Like I think his like highest is like ninety four. Like him and Tyone, they have like I feel like they have a short leash. So you, you hope like you know. Well, Tyone at least has been. He's been good. Yeah, he's been good for the. But most I wonder part. what his inning is. His innings limit is. I don't. I don't think it'll be a problem until the postseason, but still, those are taxing. Yeah, so that's like pressure innings, so they count that differently for all that for for all that jazz because we have stats for every three stats. <laughs> every stat in baseball has three substats. Sure. <laughs> These days, so it's true. Um, it's such a that's it's become such a big part of. I mean, stats have always been big in baseball, but how they actually it, apply them now to what the, what teams do is different. I'm rooting for Chapman but like I'm just like man that, this guy just doesn't have it anymore. It's well he was throwing he, he was hitting a, the other uh, gate the other the other night he hit over 100 a few times which was mm-hmm. a good sign. I just I still think he needs to be down there just working on it just plowing down batter after batter in the minor leagues like I just I still don't think he's ready. It's amazing, though, at his age that he could still throw this hard. Uh, I remember when they first got him, I watched him because he, he was the Cuban Missile. Like, <clears throat> you know, his personal life aside, you know, I, seeing a oldest Chapman in person in his prime is, like, one of the most amazing baseball feats of my life. Like, I didn't even – you know, it's it was – I was, like, from his delivery to his speed, and you're just like, you're like, how does he do this? Like, I'll never forget the first time I saw him. I know. I it's crazy. Amazed, absolutely amazed. With the control too, it is. Yeah. It's it's crazy that he a was, guy. He was he was amazing. I and I I love Chapman, like I do. I always feel bad for the guy because he always gives up that home run. <laughs> he, he does. I root for him so hard every time. I really want him to be a, a champion. I really want him to win a ring with the Yankees and close out the game so badly. I just I, I just I don't know if this is the year. I don't know if it'll happen because of Clay Holmes, but I, I'll always root for Chapman as a baseball player, I just, I, I just, I, I love watching him pitch. It's, it really bothers me when he doesn't pitch. Well, I, I can't stand it, <laughs> but he's such a bad person. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't know he, I can't say that. I just, I know he had that incident, but. Well, no, I mean, it's true. Like you, you kind of want to see I guys. I mean, he but. did win a ring. Wasn't with the Yankees, but he did win a ring. But he did. He did. He won it for Nico and, and Mr. Yeah. Crusoe. Yeah. So he did win one, but you're right. Like you kind of, you, you, Guys who are so great at something, you you kind of do. Even if they're not on your team, you do kind of do want to see them win. Like I've never been a LeBron fan, but I I wanted him to win one championship. So when he got his first one, I was like, all right, that's cool. I even felt that way about Jordan until he started winning all of them. <laughs> then I was like, all right, enough. I've had enough of this crap. But uh, yeah, it's been with Chapman. I agree. It'd be cool if he won one here. Yeah, maybe he won't I'm, do it as a closer, cool. but maybe he'll do it as a setup guy. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Who knows what happens? But 
All right, so let's get down to business. Let's get into the news of the week. Uh, we're going to start with we're going to start with something that seems to be happening every week now. Every time we do a show, we we report something on this movie, a new cast member. So we're going to start with Madam Web <laughs> yet again. <laughs> <laughs> we have another new cast member, and it's comedian Mike Epps. Uh, very interesting addition, which I don't know who you know. They, again, they always tell us details as to the role Epps is playing haven't been disclosed. So we don't know who he's playing yet in this film that we don't know much about really yet either. Uh, but it's a comedic role, I would assume. So I've thrown a little bit of comedy in it. Uh, are you a fan of Epps' work? I love Mike Epps. You do? Um, from Next Friday yeah. to what was the one he did with the Diamonds? I forget the name of it. With Ice Cube. It, yep. it, it, with Eva Mendez is in it. I love that movie. I can't remember. All about the Benjamins. Yes. Love that movie. And then so the Hangover. Yeah. Hangover. Reviews of the Resident Evils. Like I, I like Mike Epps. Like I just think Mike Epps is funny. So, you know, to see uh, Day Day, <laughs> Madam <laughs> Web, is uh, is pretty cool. Uh, again, just like I, we don't know anything about this movie other than who's in it, and uh, that's what's really kind of cool. Like they're, I think they're creating this really cool kind of like curiosity and buzz around the movie by doing it this way. Actually, I'm kind of pumped for this. Like, I'm like, Oh, cool. He's in Madam web. That's interesting. Like, what is he going to do? I have no idea, but it's my gaps and just you know, creates all this buzz within my head. I don't know if I'm just doing it myself. I don't know if you're excited for it, but you know, it, it seems like you said, we do this every week. It's either Madam web or Ezra Miller. And uh, this, <laughs> week, this week we got uh, Madam web. So that's great. Um, and uh, I'm excited. I, I don't know what he could possibly be doing, but I can't wait to see what he's up to. And, I imagine he's going to do something insane. And like, that's what Mike Epps is going to do. I can't imagine it being too serious, but you know, if it is, uh, I can't, I, I'm, I'm pumped. Like, I'm just happy he's in the movie. Yeah. He was recently on in this other film. Um, I forget what it, or it might've been a show. I, I forget. He pops up everywhere. What it, yeah, he does. Uh, he's actually going to be in uh apple's limited series lady in the lake with natalie portman so that's also a very interesting mm, pair padme yeah with padme and and lady thor uh oh that's right i haven't seen it yet it hasn't happened i have <laughs> uh i we will i won't talk about it till you see it but i have seen it okay uh, i did a little mini review on the facebook page, I watched guys. It. So, yeah so if you want to go hop over there and see what I, I said about it go check that out you call them hot holzman minutes <laughs> that's what i should call them uh, but the hot corner with Holzman. Yeah. So I, I am a fan of his for the most part. There's certain things I've seen him in that I haven't liked the show or the thing that he's in, mm -hmm. but he, I usually think he's pretty solid. He's a pretty funny guy. I like his, I like his kind of comedy. He kind of has that herky jerky sense comedy guy who, uh, seems like he might maybe something a little off kind of like Tracy Morgan, who always seems like he's mentally, yeah. like okay. he has that problem. But um, I, so I kind of like him. So adding him to anything, I'm usually usually going to pique my interest more, especially for a film, like you said, we really don't know much about. And every time we get a new cast member, we're like, well, what direction are they going here? And this kind of adds that again, another layer of that, because he's a comedian and I wouldn't think Madam Webb would be funny, but I guess we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, you, you know, the way these movies are made, there's always an attempt at humor, so. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but my, you know, I I think Mike Epps could do whatever. I just it's just exciting to see another person that like I'm like, oh, dude, I dig this guy, you know, in this movie. Yeah. Well, actually, it's the first time because I don't know anybody else's this movie. You, you know, know Dakota Johnson. You know Dakota Johnson? No. Uh, not off the top of my head. No. You never you saw any of the Fifty Shades movies? No. 
Oh, that's no. her. She's in those. Okay, no. I mean, um, I was like, Nico. This is like Nico stuff. Emma Roberts, like, though. You know Emma Roberts. Oh, I love Emma Roberts. Yeah, Scream. Okay, so that's like two people. Okay. Same. But there's not that many. Like, most of them, I feel like, are the other <laughs> couple. But, uh, you know, hey, look, I'm pumped from Adam Webb. I have no idea what this movie's going to be about. I hope to God she's floating in, like, some kind of weird spider chair. But um, Me too. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I kind of wanted the, the supernatural stuff, more supernatural yeah. stuff for this to be. In the I, I would dig it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Like the Spider-Verse version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, that would be cool. That would work. All right, so speaking of, we'll stick with Marvel right now. And speaking of kind of supernatural things, we know that She-Hulk is coming uh, next month, actually. It begins August 13th, I believe, on Mm -hmm. Disney+. Plus. So Tatiana Maslany, who plays the lead role, spoke a little bit about her motivation, and she plays Jennifer Walters. spoke about her motivation and what she's how she brought out the character and she says one of her things she says there's a great element of denial in her that's relatable and for me it was about rejecting what's happened for as long as i could as that's what causes the fun tension between jennifer and she hulk so she's in a career that's male dominated and incredibly vicious and hierarchical when she's heading this superhuman firm that's where we get some really funny characters that she's either defending or in opposition of it's like this really absurd take on a legal show now someone who at once had aspirations of being a lawyer i'm actually looking forward to that that angle of this show i'm looking forward to the legal angle of the show uh so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be paying attention for that but pete did the the interview that she gave did it clear anything up for you did it make you uh, I don't think I need anything cleared up. I'm just excited with every little bit that I hear and I, that I see. Uh, I'm excited to see kind of the struggle um, within Ms. Walters and uh, between, you know, having this like, you know, this ability to become She-Hulk and, and does she want it? What does she want to do with it? Can she try to be normal while she is green? Stuff like that. Um, that whole process. Like that's what I'm really most interested in. But I, I'm excited to see the stuff in the courtroom. Uh, I think that would be cool. It would be cool to see actual She-Hulk be big <laughs> green she-hulk in a courtroom like uh you know like i've been reading for, uh, for so many years so uh you know just overall just uh everyone like out of everyone i feel like i've been the one who's been always been the most positive about this like you know just because it's it just seems like a great idea and the more we heard and the more we've heard from casey and stuff like that and uh yeah. it, it's it's just right up my alley it's like this is when i think the mcu is at its best to be honest is actually when they do this tv stuff I'm like, oh man, it's I love the episodic nature and you know, like this like Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, you know, all those shows. I, I mean, I didn't care for Loki myself, but um, you know, I, I love just like uh, I, I love what they do on Disney Plus, so I'm really excited for, for this. This is like this is probably like what I'm, I'm most excited for out of this whole like phase, to be honest with you, was probably this show. Yeah, when it was announced, I was intrigued, and now I'm actually. I'm happy that's almost here. Like I'm very, very interested in in what we're gonna get. Uh, the fact that they also said it's a comedy, uh, it's being ba- get driven as a comedy. That's gonna be interesting as well. I think I could see that. Yeah, because a lot of the their shows, obviously in Marvel, they they put comedy in them, but they're not comedies. And this one is kind of being marketed as that kind of a show. So it's gonna be interesting to see their take on it. But uh, yeah, it was cool to to get a little bit of her motivation behind the character and what she what she tried to do and tried to play. So if you guys want to check that out, it's on Empire, um, it's Empire Magazine. You guys can check that out, and the link to it, of course, is as always in our Twitter page and our Facebook page. It's all over there. So 
another interesting cameo. Now you saw Doctor Strange finally, right? Yes. So no, no. So yeah. So one of hey, the cameo. <laughs> <laughs> one of the cameos in it was Black Bolt, who was played by Anson Mount, um, who also played Black Bolt on the Inhuman series uh, that was very short lived on ABC. So. They talked about the shooting because they asked, he did an interview and they asked, did he get to work with Patrick Stewart? And this is what he said. He said, no, he was actually not there. He was off shooting Picard. He said it was a very interesting shoot because my role came up in the reshoots. As you can imagine, several of the actors were quite busy. Patrick was not there. Chiwetel Ijefor was not there. Krasinski's contract wasn't even finished, so he wasn't there. So we had actors playing roles knowing that they were going to either be substituting their shots or transplanting faces. And he said, I've never done anything quite like that. And I was in disbelief of how well it got cut together. So now having seen the movie and, and we're learning that all of this was kind of done in the background, the, it's that last statement really rung out to me because it is, I had no idea. <laughs> like, I can tell it was so well done. Like, right? You could have fooled me. I was like, how did they do this? Yeah, I'd love to see the behind the scenes of how they shot it because then it seems like it was shot in different places, right? Because they didn't obviously like if they didn't do it all together, they were all doing it at different times. Like Mister Fantastic apparently wasn't even cast yet. I know. Who knows what? And I imagine like those characters were ever changing. Yeah, you know, like I imagine there's a whole there's probably like seven at least seven or eight rosters. On the on the cutting room floor that they considered using and didn't use, you know. Yeah, I mean, so it was the fact that it all came together last minute is kind of no surprise to me, but uh, the way they went about it is very interesting because it's like, well, how did you do it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the obviously it's one of the more fun parts of the movie. The movie is mm -hmm. kind of heavy handed for the most part, and, and it's oh, kind of sad to me. <laughs> yeah, but that part was so. Well, yeah, I mean, what she does to them is not, it's not fun at all. Um, Wanda kind of kills all of them very, very gruesomely, but it's, uh, you know, it is one of the more parts of the film as fans of these characters and fans of, of these different people being in these movies. It was very cool to see. So uh, mm -hmm. I've heard, having hearing Patrick Stewart's voice, which of course was teased on the trailer. We, we got that part of it during we the trailer. We laughed from the beginning, but it was yeah. cool to see him in the yellow chair. Yeah, it was. It was very, very cool. So it was just interesting to hear that that they weren't together at all. <laughs> Such a crazy little story. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm. I can't wait to see the uh, the you know the special features. Like, I hope this is on there because I think I that'd be cool. All right, so Pete, we you are famously have been on record saying how much you really that Captain America and the Winter Soldier was probably your sorry Falcon and the Winter Soldier was probably one of your favorite MCU. Uh, TV yeah. shows, if not yeah. your favorite. Yeah. And as we know, at the end of that, Sam finally relents, picks up the shield, and becomes Captain America. Well, now we are getting our Captain America 4 film. And yeah, it has, I'm pumped. It, this is great. Like, I, yes. I, the Captain America movies are by far like my favorite part of the whole MCU. I agree. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what Sam's up there. I hope they fix the costume a little bit. His collar's a little funky. It reminds me of like Keenan Lonsdale when he was Kid Flash, like, he had an awkward collar too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what Sam is, is up to as Captain America. I'm really pumped. Um, I hope it's like, I, I, we, I, we don't really know too much about it, but, uh, I, we know the director has been cast. I haven't seen yes. his, he did a, he did one of the Cloverfield movies, but I haven't seen that one. Yes. But Julius Ona. Yeah. Julius I, I, I'm not, I'm not worried about a Marvel Captain America movie. Sorry. 
<laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Not, not worried about this. This is a, a, all signs point to gold to me. Sorry. Yeah. So, so right, yeah. So Julius Ona, who like Pete said, um, directed one of the Cloverfields is a Nigerian director and he is going to be uh, in the chair for this. And it's being written by the guys who wrote uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. So mm. Malcolm Spellman and Del- Dallin Musan, I believe his name. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. So, yeah. that's, I like to hear that. Yeah. So that's going to, since that movie is arguably the best that they've produced, it's, I still think it is, even though I've, there's been plenty that I've loved, but that's still my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I like hearing that. So it looks like we're in good hands with this film. And I, again, I'm wondering what, how much they're going to, what they're going to pick up from, from the, the show, how much, what's going to go forward. There's, there's been talk. Will Chris Evans return. I hope Bucky's involved. Like I'd love to have yeah. Sebastian stand back. I, you know, I, I, I just want a good old fashioned Captain America spy movie, you know, like, and I think Winter Soldier delivered that episodically yes. or Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. Um, Right. What is it? Uh, Falcon, and Winter, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think I mean, that's over that well. I just, I'm excited. I can't wait to see who the villain is. I just, uh, all great things. Just, right. Is Sharon going to be back? Sharon Carter? Are we going to mm-hmm. see U.S. Agent? Are we going to see these people that we saw in the show in yeah. the movie? I guess we'll wait and see. But it's going to be, uh, it's interesting. I can't I'm wait glad to see they're moving gadgets Sam has. I know Sam's yeah. right. Sam has, I can't wait to see the wings do. Like, I, I imagine Sam's doing some, uh, some homework and some some toying, so I can't wait to see what's going on. Yep, that was such a big part of the show, right? Remember, he's he's repairing what is what's the backpack called? I forget. The, Red Wing. Yeah, Red Wing. He's repairing Red Wing, repairing Red Wing at certain points, and so yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm I hope interested at some point we can go. get a real life Red Wing. Like I would like a real, well, not like a real bird, but like however Peacemaker did uh, Eagly. Like I, I always wanted Red <laughs> Wing to be a real bird. I, he is in the books. That's that's not, that's like that's like my only gripe when it comes to MCU. Sam Wilson's like, I wish Red Wing was a real bird, oh. but uh, that's that's so minor. It's still cool to have the tech bird, but I can see them maybe doing getting him a pet like that. I can see something like that. So cool. Maybe that kind of form. Just to pay homage to it, I guess. You're right. That would be cool to see that, though. Because you know, it kind of makes sense if you're going to be, you know, sneak around. People aren't going to mind a real bird. That's true. So it's a very good point. I just think I think real Red Wing would be cool. This is right. me. But I'm pumped. I can't wait. Morse, give me. Uh, and I like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. You know, I think he yeah. brings it all the time. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, me too. I, it's it's going to be cool to see a different Captain America in a movie. So that's going to be cool as well. To see and his new book's really good too. I think it's uh, there's two of them. There's Steve has one and Sam has one. I think Sam's is called Sentinel of Liberty. Okay. I I've been enjoying. I've been, I'm reading them both, but uh, they're both really good. So it's great. It's yeah. The yeah. article does mention Chris Evans possibly being back. I don't foresee that, but yeah, he, maybe knows. he does like a cameo. You yeah. know, like maybe he does the end credits. Possible. That's true. You know, something like that. There, maybe they just, they just go. Yeah, you know, it's probably an end credit scene. He Sam goes to see him, and that's really it. You know, like something small. Well, we know Chris Evans was a very popular part of the MCU, and there was two other actors who were very popular parts of Marvel properties anyway, and they have been or will be added to the MCU yet again. Charlie Cox's Daredevil and Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin will be. Sorry, are becoming part of the cast of the Marvel series Echo, who of course was introduced in Hawkeye. So, yeah, that's a mouthful, but yeah, they're all coming back. Um, we of course got to see Charlie Cox's 
uh, Matt Murdock, at least in Spider-Man No Way Home, where he played Peter's attorney, which I always loved. And uh, now and we got to see Kingpin as well in in Hawkeye. So now they're both going to be in the Echo show. Uh, Alakwa Cox, of course, um, plays Maya Lopez, Echo. So she will be the all these three now will be part of this show. And there's also a little bit of a rumor going around that maybe Kristen Ritter will return as Jessica Jones in some uh, fashion or form or whatever. So well, I don't know, but they're kind of building out. They're taking from the Netflix shows and they're kind of bring, bringing them now into the MCU slowly. So, Pete, are you excited for this news? Hell's Kitchen is back, baby. I'm pumped for this. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, I, I'm really pumped. Uh, we'll see what happens because I imagine they're trying to. I remember in the article it said something about Daredevil possibly doing season four as well. Yes. So this is all. I feel like they're just trying to like, oh, is there buzz for this? And there has been tremendous buzz for this. Every time these characters show up on screen, big or small. So I think this is eventually going to lead into some sort of Daredevil Kingpin showdown, which would be great. Another four, we could get a fourth season. We'll see what they do. I don't know if they kind of bring back the old crew, or they finish it up or whatnot. I, I, I'm, I don't know what's going on. I don't think that's what Disney would do. I think they would play the whole multiverse angle, and this is like an evergreen Daredevil. You know, mm-hmm. he's just kind of like timeless. So that's what I think they would do. But you know, the the cast is good. You know, sometimes they can make fun of this stuff because I feel like it's lazy. Like in Jane Jonah Jameson's case, I felt like it was lazy at the time, but like, this is just now what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but you know, they are positively received. So I guess it, everyone is, everyone's just really excited about it. And I am too. So, you know, I can't wait for to see it happen. I'm, I'm pumped. You know, that's how you're going to get me to really watch an echo series, to be honest with you is, you know, you throw Kingpin and Daredevil in there to be really honest. As yeah. cool as she was in in Hawkeye and everything, like, you know. No, I agree with you. I, it's that's kind of a uh, that's kind of um, a show that I'm not sure I was really going to pay much attention to. Obviously, I liked her in Hawkeye, and they built up enough of her character. And I usually give Marvel stuff at least a shot and a go just to make sure. Uh, I know, unlike the CW, which never gets a chance. That's so not true. Again, I give it all a chance, but if it's crap, it's crap. Never does. I'm sorry. I can't wait for you to watch more than one episode of Gotham Knights. Crap is crap. You've got to watch at least three episodes of Gotham Knights, Eric. All right, hold on a second. Three Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. When we, before I want to just uh, pivot a little bit to Titans because when, when that trailer first came out for Titans, everyone, all my traditionalist friends were like, "This is gonna suck." Robert would never say that. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, everyone starts watching it. Pete and I, we go to the premiere. We're sitting there watching it. We look at each other like, "Yo, this is pretty damn good." Yeah. So, so I mean, stop. I give things a shot all the time. I three always give things a shot. Tonight. You got to give it three episodes. <laughs> I usually do give it to fair or three. shot three episodes. I usually do give things. We're going to stream it live. We're going to watch it. We're, we'll stream it on YouTube. We'll stream. We'll do a live reaction for the whole first episode. That's what we're going to do. You heard it here first. We'll go back to our roots, guys. We'll Gotham go back Knights. To- <laughs> when does it come out? I, I'll have to take a night off work. <laughs> All we're doing is adding the nights. That's it. Because we used to do this for Gotham. Straight so. out of Gotham Knights. <laughs> we're just adding the nights. That's all, and we there. will. Uh, we will give. I, I have no problem giving it a shot. You Again, I don't like I, what I saw from the trailer. Didn't intrigue me all that much at, at all. I can't wait for you. every. I'm telling you right now, you're all going to get hooked on the show and think it's decent. I'm telling you all right now. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. You're all going to enjoy know, this. Though. It's going to be like Smallville. I'm telling you, it's going to be like that good. 
Wow, that that's that's that is a lofty prediction since since Smallville is very respected in the industry and very. It's going to be just as good as Smallville, I'm telling you. Okay, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but for the, our fans of Smallville, there is going to be a podcast being done between stars Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum, where they go, they watch every episode and discuss it on this podcast. So it's going to be called Talkville. And it's set to premiere July 13th, so in a few days. It's going to be every Wednesday. It's available on all of the places where you can find Straight Outta Gotham. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, all the other platforms. Um, and again, as I said, Welling and Rosenbaum will rewatch each episode and then start sharing behind-the-scenes information, anecdotes, all this fun stuff that, uh, that, that fans of the show would be interested in. So Welling said in a statement, I'm glad we're finally able to do this. Looking forward to rewatching the series, sharing stories, and revealing insights with my from my time on Smallville. And Rosenbaum also added, Smallville was one of the most sex- successful se- series on television, and it's the most successful thing I've ever been a part of. Rewatching these old episodes with Tom is like going back in time, and it's a happy place. So, Pete, you were not a fan of Smallville. <laughs> no, still not. So, Nothing you probably changed. would not be listening to this podcast. I won't be, but I promised Lauer and Haas I would rewatch the series at some point. I might do that this winter. I want to okay. catch up on my. I got. I, I'm so. I, I say this all the time. I'm so far behind on my CW stuff right now, that I have to uh, catch up on that first before I even start uh, Ms. Marvel, which I'm really pumped for. Which I actually I'm more excited for than you. Apparently, even though you you love the first couple episodes. Yeah, I, I haven't. Like I've fallen behind the last two because because I, I was doing my Stranger Things catch up, which I finally have finished. Ooh, how has that been? Finally. I also have to do that myself. Oh, season four is so good so yeah. good like people don't like season three and that's where i've got that's what i've got to watch yeah season three is a little bit slow i'll say it's it's kind of uh, but but it leads into season four and season four is just so good like wow okay. it's the best it's in season one it's the best season since the first season oh good that's good that's good yeah so definitely when you get to it if you want we could talk about it after you finish but uh yeah i probably won't be tuning in to talk though yeah, I don't know if I will either. I watched Smallville for probably the Where's first. Where's Jordan Valdez? Does he know about this? Can someone tell him? I know he's Jordan. Around. He's got to be around somewhere. He's got to be somewhere on Twitter. Yeah, if you're out there, Jordan, let us know, man. Let hey, us Jordan, know. how you doing, brother? Just you know, just make sure you're okay. Number one, just make sure everything's cool. But um, yeah, I only liked like the first four, five seasons, and then I kind of stopped watching. But I did watch mm-hmm. the finale. I did remember I, I tuned into the finale because I'm like, I'm going to give this a watch. I've seen it on YouTube, actually. I watched so, the finale. Well, maybe like the last 10 minutes of it. So it's pretty. it was a pretty good finale. So I will, But I don't just have enough invested in the show to give this a watch. But for all of our Smallville fans out there, and we have plenty of them because they talk about the show all the time, uh, this is for you guys. So do you want to do Straight Outta Smallville where we react to every episode? No. No. I, I try to come with ideas for the shows, and Eric doesn't want to do anything. Not... Why small? You don't even like it. Why would we do a show? I'm never, <laughs> well, I want to watch it. Let's rewatch it. Let's go. No, no, no. That we'll would give be, it a shot, dude. It's a, eleven seasons. All right, so we'll stop at some point, but we can just get started. Like, I'm sure it's, it's it a tails off the end. Show. It's terrible. Like everything, uh, except for the Flash. The Flash has been, you know, terrible. Right? It's been bad recently. It's amazing. I don't know. I'm so far behind. <laughs> Well, I heard they did something with Iris. I actually don't think I'm far behind. Actually, with Superman and Lois, I don't think I'm far behind because the show's constantly delayed. 
Well, that's true. They take they go on two week intervals. It was good though. This this season was good. I caught up. I with enjoyed that it, it I, from what I've seen. Yeah, it was it was a pretty solid year for that show. But yeah, I heard they did something on with Iris and everyone's freaking out. I don't know. I don't watch the Flash. I, I don't know. I'm far behind. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, I've seen people react on Twitter, but I'm like mute. I've muted some things. Yeah, because you don't want to know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to stay a little blank here. All right. Well, I'm you know I'm trying to hold out. You know me though. I'm pretty good at it. You are. I give I'm you credit. Dark. I have no like. I, <laughs> I go dark. Pete is very good at blocking and muting and not listening to the noise if he hasn't seen something yet. He's very yeah. good at it. So he did it with the Batman, which I'm still stunned. I did with the Batman and No Way Home. Yeah, he was good. I did with back to back. Those, so. Yeah. So that was that was a very impressive for you. So I give you lots of credit for that because in this day and age, that's very hard to do. It's tough. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Manscaped product alert. You asked for it and they listened. Our friends at Manscaped just brought back the ultra smooth package. It's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls. It is really, I can just say that. But if you're looking Agreed. for a closer shave, sorry, looking for a closer save to go bare down there, then the ultra smooth package is the perfect set. It's time to shave that bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount just for you. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com, of course, with our code Gotham. So yeah, so guys, I've, I've, we've been saying recently, this is not the electric one. This is an actual shaver. So it's, it's a it's razor. A, it's a razor. Yes. It's just, uh, you know, it's not your average razor. It's a smaller, thicker with a micro comb bar that allows for the best shave possible from any angle. Uh, beach balls, of course, are meant to be smooth. And now yours can be as well. As smooth as Eric's. <laughs> your balls can be as smooth as Eric's. They, they could be. And they should be. Everybody we should, should be. be. We should all have balls like Eric. Of course. Nice and smooth, thanks to me. Why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> I don't have no idea. I agree. So don't forget, there's a three there's a three-step process with this guy. So first you have the cropped exfoliator infused with ingredients that can soothe, clear, and keep the skin on and around your groin feeling refreshed. The crop mm. exfoliator can help reduce the risk of ingrown hairs in your delicate places. And trust me, if you've ever had one there, God, it hurts. <laughs> of step two oh, the images right now. is the crop <laughs> gel. See where, see where you're shaving with our unique shaving gel just for the groin with four essential oils. It's like a spa treatment every time you shave. And then the last, of course, is the crop shaver. Like you said, it was designed for shaving the groin with confidence. That razor has precision blades, include extra wide lubricating strips, and a pivoting head for the ultimate groin grooming experience. And of course, we talk about the gentlemen because Pete and I, are, of course, are male. But ladies, you also could use this too. This is something for you guys. Um, it's not just for men. You like to keep things. If you like keep to keep things neat down there, this is all for you. And for specifically for Garrett. All three of these are vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products are included so you can know your manhood is in good hands without ad, excuse me. Check that out, Garrett. And without compromise. So there we go. Our vegan friend can have <laughs> can feel safe using these this stuff. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunched ultra smooth package from the fellas at Manscaped. And as always, your balls will thank you. All right. So speaking of balls, no, I'm only kidding. Uh, Christian Bale recently spoke about it. Okay. <laughs> balls to Bale. Yeah, balls, Bale. It's close. Uh, recently spoke about when he was 
originally telling people that he was going to play Batman and that they're going to do a serious take. So this was his quote. He said, I would tell people we're going to sort of do Batman, but take him seriously. I had tons of people laugh at me and just say, well, that's just not going to work at all. So it's wonderful to be part of a trilogy that proved those people wrong. I'm not certain if it kickstarted the MCU, but it certainly helped along the way. Now, that's kind of weird. I never heard that, and I don't remember that being a thing when when Batman Begins, like when I first saw the trail of Batman Begins, when the, the seed was first planted for that. Do you remember that being a thing that people are like, oh, they're going to do a serious take? I don't remember that being, you know. Uh, I do remember it. Okay. And uh, I just want to say, Nolanites unite! <laughs> Throughout this entire press tour, Christian Bale has talked more about Batman than I think anything else. Um, no, it's it reminds me. I, I think that is true. Like, because just coming off Batman Robin, like serious Batman, like everyone just thinks Batman's goofy. This is before, like, it's two thousand eight really changed things. So, like, oh, oh five was like the wild, wild west. It was like That's trying true. to get everything back together. You know, like you had some success with like stuff like Blade. And you had Spider-Man, but still, like, it was like they were just really tapping back into X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so it's true. And, you know, it just reminds me of, like, uh, you know, when I I talked to – I did an interview with Michael Uslan for Batman on Film. And he said, like, he he even – he got – back. this is back in the day, but he's like, he got laughed out of studios. And they were like, this isn't going to work. So there's been that, like, perception of, like, serious Batman doesn't work. Right, I you remember know, before eighty nine. I remember is weird that because though you have eighty nine returns yeah. would have been successful. If the penguin was just a little tweaked, right? Like, <laughs> you know, so it's it's weird to say that serious Batman isn't successful when you know the first two movies very were financially successful, right? And the first movie overall, I mean, they're both pretty much well, like you know, re- received critically movies, so. It's 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 just an interesting take, but yeah, no, I remember it. It's the, the it's crazy how the '66 show still resonates with so many. It has people such an impact head. for some. I don't know right. why. Maybe because it's it could just be on TV. Like there's no. It's I don't know. Maybe it's easily accessible. Just so probably. cheap. Yeah, it's easily accessible too, right? Like everyone mm-hmm. has seen it. I don't know anyone who's who hasn't at least seen the show. And the theme, yeah. of course, is iconic. Like the theme, the theme to the show is iconic. Uh, so yeah, it's just very accessible. It's still probably the most popular form of Batman overall. I'd probably, say. right? You're right. So Pete, you haven't seen it yet, but he was he is fantastic in in Everybody says Gore. It. Yes, Everybody he's says fan- the best thing in the movie. He's Which fantastic. No in- Christian Bale. He's just, Bale's just on a different level than all those actors. Like I'm sorry, he just is. You know, oh, he's, like yes, he's the he, best he just actor, is. and it's it's. I, I'm curious because, like, I never, I, I maybe, I don't know. The he said, you know, he said, good story, good character, good director. I'm really into that stuff, and I was like, okay, so like, yeah, he really likes Taika Waititi. I don't really, I, I'm not a big fan of Taika Waititi's movies. They're just not really my thing. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm goofy and stupid, and it surprises people. <laughs> it's like that South Park episode, like Cartman. Do you watch Family Guy? He's like, no, I don't watch Family Guy. <laughs> you know, like I'm kind of like Cartman. Like, no, I don't. I feel that way about Will Ferrell too. Like, really, you don't like Will Ferrell? I don't really like his movies either. So, but um, so it's it's interesting because I was like, okay, so he gets to play this like evil dude, I guess, and he's just a big fan of the story and whatever Taika Waititi sold him on. So, you know, it, it's just it's just cool. Like, right? You know, Bale's a powerhouse. Like, the guy's are just oh, he's a beast. Right, and he he does mention the the topic is brought up again about him playing Batman again, and as we know, he's always said in the yeah, past he God, would never do it. Fun. 
He'd never do it if unless Nolan was directing it. And Nolan's not doing it. And right, Stop Nolan's not doing it. it. But it is funny because he kind of mentions the thing that people were bringing up that he was going to also be in the Flash, uh, in the Flash yeah, movie. And, where, did, where was that? Did I miss that? Well, it's not in the article, but people have oh. brought it. I remember it was a little bit of rumors in that when they started adding Affleck and then Keaton, they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Bale's mm-hmm. might be coming back too." Um, and he says he's never been approached about playing Batman since he's since obviously since the Dark Knight Rises. So any of those rumors, people are have never been true. So don't even sorry to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't uh, don't believe the don't don't believe the hype with that because it wasn't true. Bruce, you're supposed to be dead. <laughs> sorry to disappoint. All right, so another movie I'm excited for. I think Pete is as well as Black Adam. Uh, oh yeah, baby! So we've got. Hold on, hold on. Did you <laughs> see him take down that zaddy the other day? It was amazing. I knew this Boom, was gonna come strike up. Him down with lightning. I knew this was gonna come up. I was waiting for this. Uh, oh, but yes, you are correct. That was that was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that was that was fantastic. The smack is down. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like, crazy to me to see exactly who responds to these things like uh, and the fact that he took the time out to respond yeah was fantastic if you guys haven't seen it he's it's like don't there. hashtag another movie while i'm promoting mine yeah like, like that was just it was awesome and it was it was very rock like it was very much mm-hmm. i don't know if it was dwayne johnson but it was very much the rock i'll say it that was just, it was needed and necessary i mean i like how these directors are and these actors are now firing back at these idiots right but the he the it was a response to the announcement that he's they're going to be at Comic Con like, yeah he's right with a tra- trailer and everything and yes he's going to be the man in black yes the most electric man since Nick Zednick. <laughs> uh, the panel will be set for July twenty third in Hall H, so they're returning to Hall H. He said six thousand. I wish H. I wish I could be there. I totally wish I could be there, but I cannot sadly. Um, of course, the movie opens October 21st. The trailer is out now. Every movie I go to see now recently that I have seen, I saw Black Phone on Tuesday. The trailer was there for that. When I went to see Thor, the trailer was <laughs> there for that. So the promotion what is... What's the reaction like to the trailer? Well, for the... It was weird because in the Thor... Uh, when I went to see Thor, the people that some of the people were sitting around me were like, oh, I haven't seen this on the big screen yet. And when it came up, they were very like, they're like, oh, it's better. Like it's better on in the bigger screen. And so I always feel that anyway, with these movies, the bigger the spectacle, you need the bigger screen. So, yeah, but I feel like it's getting good response. Obviously, we know The Rock is a draw, so he's going to draw people just on his name alone. Uh, but I feel like for me anyway, I, I'm interested in the the JSA stuff, Dr. Fate and Adam Smasher, Hawkman. There's, there's a lot I'm looking forward to because yeah. there's, there's so many questions. So, it's like, how does the JSA figure into this? Right. Is this a DCEU movie? Is it connected to anything? Is it, is it connected to Shazam? So like, I, I, you know, nothing's really been formally announced. Like we had that little like thing in Shazam where they mentioned the fallen or the whatever the proper term was, uh, the fallen son or whatever they yep. called Black Adam. But uh, we've never really had anything 100% confirmed. Like, it'd be cool if there was, like, some Shazam post credit scene or – I don't know. But like you said, the JSA's in it. Like, how do they factor into it? Was there – were they – like, was this an actual team that people knew about or was this, like, a secret thing? And I'm just it, – it's it's kind of cool. There's there's a lot to, like, question and be excited for and look forward to with this movie. It, it can do a lot, I think. And I'm really pumped to see where they go and what The Rock has in store. And the best thing about having The Rock attached to it is it's going to be a show. 
everything about this movie is going to be a show. And that's great because it's going to be like two for the price of one. Of course. I mean, it's going to be a spectacle. That's what he does. So mm-hmm, we know that. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, yeah. look what he did the Super Bowl. I know. words. And he did do that little tease about Superman, which I saw. No people saw. So who knows? Right. Like he said, fan spoke and I listened. I don't know what that means going forward for that character. But, you know, he did put it out. We'll there. See. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I hope it's a headless cameo. <laughs> Another I one? I do. I, mean, I, I hope. I don't know. I hope it's just a cape. So, you know, this way it would drive people nuts, you know, because I love the cameos in uh, Peacemaker. I loved it actually even more in Shazam because of Freddy's reaction. Like, that's why that cameo is so great. Freddy finally gets a chance to meet Superman after just, just being a fanboy his whole life. You know, just that's the best part about that scene. So, like, the headless cameos never bothered me. I know they bother other people. Well, you know, a lot of things bother other people. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride, yes. I guess. So that I mean, I've I've yet to have a Superman cameo I didn't like. How about that? I think that I think it's just funny that everyone. There were so many rumors. Oh, he's going to be in. He's going to be. In, he's going to be in. And then we get a form of him in it, even without the head, and people still complain. Like, I don't know. Whatever. It's. Yeah, you can't I mean, please everybody, right? That's what it yeah. comes down to. You cannot please everybody. Oh, at point blank, I'm here to see what Black Adam and the JSA have to offer. And that's really where I'm at with this movie. Like, if Superman's in it, great. Cavill's in it. If Clark Kent's in it, oh, who knows? Maybe it's just Clark Kent. I don't know. Dude. I know. Maybe Clark Kent's in. What it, I always can't pronounce it. Is it Condock? <laughs> Maybe Clark Kent's investigating something, and that's his little cameo. I have no idea. But uh, now I'm just creating um, controversy. Uh, controversy on twitter bs but whatever <laughs> i just like i can't wait to see the movie i'm excited the rock is the rock i mean the rock made me go see two jumanji sequels i had nothing to do with robin williams i know <laughs> so yeah i i like rock movies some movies are hit or miss and uh but most of the rock movies are really entertaining for me the rock is like my uh my vin diesel to eric like eric can go see anything with vin diesel that's not true you love vin <laughs> that is is totally not true dude you love uh what's it called those riddick movies i've only seen the the first one love the riddick movies nope i've only seen the first love and diesel riddick movies don't be bashful it's fine i did like triple x yes that was good the first one and you hated the one with ice cube yeah i didn't like the one with ice cube see he likes eric's big vin diesel guy You like Vin Diesel, and you like the. I really don't. But Fast and Furious. You love Vin Diesel. It's fine. I do like Fast and the Furious, but not, it's more than just him. Because Vin Diesel, you're, you're a big Vin Diesel guy. No, I like it for the content. Eric Diesel. That's probably who inspired you to become a champion. You're probably like, I want to get big like Vin Diesel. And you. Oh just... Jesus! Well, if that's the case, I'm severely lacking in the getting big. Well, like you've Vin taken Diesel over part. Long Island. You know, it's you've got to start somewhere. All right. Anyway, let's move forward. <laughs> from um, Eric's Vin Diesel fandom. Oh, Jesus, anyway. Uh, so Top Gun Maverick is the biggest selling movie of the year. Uh, it's been, God, critically appra- cri- critically acclaimed. It's Zeddy approved. Yes, it is Nick Zednick approved. That's for sure. 
Uh, it's been a, it's been a huge, huge, huge deal. And one of the character, one of the guys, the actors who played it, Miles Teller, it was kind of a reintroduction for him back into the movies because since Fantastic yeah. Four, he really hasn't. Apparently, been doing Fantastic it. Four was really bad for his career and it really hurt him, which stinks. Because yeah. like, I hate when I hear the bad actresses. It's like, well, it's not their fault they were in a bad movie, right? Like, right. They, it's like you got to look at the performance and if they tried hard enough, you know, like, right? I don't know, did they give it their all? Like, if the story's bad, you know. Are they at least act? Try, are they trying to act their ass off? And uh, I don't know. Like he did that movie. What was that movie? Was it War Dogs? The Todd Phillips. Yes. Movie, which, yeah. With, like I thought it was awesome in that. Yeah. So, like I thought that was like a rebound. But he's been having a rough go about it until Maverick. So it's yeah, kind of. I hate that he hears that stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a talented guy. Like I yeah. I said, I've been he's he's executive produced and he stars in the offer, which is the story about the Mickey of the Godfather. Yeah. I talked about, he's fantastic in it. Like he's great. Uh, He's great. The show is very good. He's great in it. And so, and then, so he had that this year and now um, Maverick, which of course has kind of put him back in the movie, movie stardom. Well, so his, it's cute. His grandmother uh, has been, (laughs) has been, has taken to Twitter and is campaigning for him to play a role of the role of James Bond. Now, I've often said if British actors could play Batman and Superman, why can't an American actor play James Bond? I think, right? So as long as he can try to pull off the accent, as long as he can pull off the accent, right? I think that's the only thing that would hold him back. But I think this is adorable that his grandmother is right. Like this is the hashtag campaign I want. Like this is what I want to be a part of. You know, right? I I don't think Miles Teller's mother is going to send any. uh, death threats to anyway <laughs> you know so the quote it's guys if you haven't seen it it's 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 adorable right like she says they're looking for an actor to replace daniel craig for future 007 movies i think my grandson miles teller has proven that he has everything they're looking for talent looks strength worldwide appeal and and oh so cool he can be that guy wouldn't he be great and then she followed it up with um I think our English friends would welcome him as 007. The folks in London loved him when he was just there with the premiere of Top Gun Maverick. He even charmed William and Kate. As long as he can pull off the accent, um, all four, because he's more than capable. Yes. So we all should have parents and grandparents like (laughs) like Ms. Leona Flowers, who is who's Miles Teller's grandmother. Um, This is awesome. I just love the story. It's great. It was like really like heartwarming. I was like, this is yeah, this is nice. Now, this is so much better because this is our first week without an Ezra Miller story, so we added some fluff. <laughs> yeah, we, and we added a, a sweet story, not one about someone who might be a little crazy. Uh, you know, we, this, it's a good story, a nice little sweet story. As we know, as that has been reported numerous times, nobody's in the running yet for, for James Bond because they're kind of reinventing the character. So they're kind of we're kind of in limbo, but hey, I would love it. I think this. I think he's super talented. I, if, like you said, as long as he can pull off the accent, why not? Like, let's go for it. And do you have also, a British accent? I can't do one. I don't do a good like, one. Tea and tea and crumpets, please. Hello, <laughs> cheerio. <laughs> I always mix. Like, I always get. I always confuse and get English and Australia. I kind of like meld them together. Australian, <laughs> mate. It's very bad. So, but they also mentioned in the article about possibly doing a Top Gun three, and Miles Teller's like, "Yeah, I'd be down," but it's obviously it's all off to Tom Cruise. So we will see. But uh, yeah, that was a really cool story, very heartwarming story. All right, so we'll wrap this one up with a couple of video game, video game stories. So it was announced at some Italian 
Nacon, Nacon Studio, some kind mm-hmm. of Italian That's uh, right, showcase. Baby. Yeah, showcase was announced that they were going to be do, having a Terminator survival game. Uh, there's a little bit of trailer that goes with it. You guys can link to it, but um, I'll say the definition and the look of it looks fantastic. Uh, the game will feature an original story that draws upon the events portrayed in the movies. Uh, so no gameplay has been revealed, but this, they showed a little bit of a teaser trailer uh, of a T-800 hunting someone in a warehouse-like environment, which again, you guys can see if you link to the story. Uh, so, Pete, what do you dun, think? Dun, 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 dun. Right? Dun, 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 dun. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I don't know if you're, you're the one who's got to hide from the uh, Terminator or, or you are the Terminator doing the hunting. Uh, yeah. It would be cool, but... um. I don't think I've ever played a real Terminator game outside of an arcade shooter game. So uh, yes. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I would dig it. The, the thing that I'm not looking forward to is shelling out like the $700 for an Xbox One. Because uh, <laughs> that's where this is going. You mean the Series sorry, X. Xbox X. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I have an Xbox One. Um, that's how much I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. I'm just, everything, all these games look great, Eric. They all look amazing. I want they them do. and I want to play them all. I don't want to buy a new console. I know. <laughs> I really don't. I, I agree Especially with you there. My Xbox One works perfectly. Me too. And because the I don't know about the capabilities of it with the Series X with the with the Connect the voice control. I have no. I that's what I use a lot of my Xbox for. Um, I don't know about that. So I've I have never no idea. used the Connect. That's so funny. Yeah. So I use it I kind of like without it actually. Oh. What's it like? My, is it is it that much? Like you really like it that much? I just like the voice control feature. So what do you do? You turn the TV on and off? Yep. I turn everything on and off. Just walk in the room and say Xbox on. Everything turns on. Everything that's connected to it turns on. And if you say Xbox, if you say Xbox turn off, it turns off. Did it turn on and off just now? Um, No, it didn't actually. (laughs) So it doesn't work. I don't think I said it loud enough, (laughs) but we'll see. So, and there was another video game. Um, trailer that we got is for robocop rogue city uh again the definition in it looks fantastic it seems it appears to be a shooter game uh at least that from from the trailer if you guys haven't checked it out uh, go check it out but yeah that was a uh, again this the, may make me get a next generation <laughs> I, I saw this i was like i don't think i've ever played this this is this is what i'm at this is what i'm all about it looks um, so much like them too that last yeah. shot at and the it's end. peter weller he's doing the voice yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Fantastic. great. It's fun to have him back. And I hope, honestly, like, I hope at some point I can be the Ed 209. To be honest with you, I just want to, like, I just want to go around destroying things as Ed 209. That's all I want to do. Like, to be brutally honest. I hope Robocop 2 is on there. I, wouldn't, I would love it to be, like, if it's kind of like GTA, I can just go around and just, like, do whatever I want. You know, right. they said it's free, free roaming, I believe, right? So, yeah. Uh, that'd be fun. I'd, I would love to be in a RoboCop two scaling buildings and just like I don't know, looking for nuke. <laughs> that would be great. RoboCop two, look for nuke and just go run around the city <laughs> looking for nuke. Well, the story. Yeah, I mean, uh, the story looks cool too for for what we got from the trailer. So I'm definitely yeah. I'm interested. If I do have a new system by then, I maybe this is a game I would buy. Uh, so. And they should definitely include a skin for the Joel Kinnaman versions of RoboCop, both of them, because it's just fun to do. Yeah. Uh, that is a very good. I, I really enjoy that movie. I, I think that movie is very underappreciated. Probably the most underappreciated like reboot we've had since Dread. 
Hey, like Keaton was in probably, there. I don't know which one came first at this point, but they're both epically amazing and deserve sequels, in my opinion. Yeah, Keaton was in it, like I said. Samuel Jackson was in it. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, I said we're going to wrap up with these, but there's one more one more I want to get to. So Kevin Smith released the trailer for Kirk Clerks 3, uh, which, again, you guys can check out and watch. Now, I loved the first one. I hated the second one. I love them both. So this one, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know how I'm going to feel. And it looks very good. I'll say that. It does look... Um, it looks true to the to the to the movie and true to the original, so I I will definitely give this one uh, a go. Pete, what do you think of it? I can't wait. I'm excited. Like Jersey's back, baby. We're taking <laughs> it by storm. It's fantastic. I'm not even supposed to be here today. You know, I just ah, <laughs> uh, this just these are just kind of movies like they don't have to be great, but they're just entertaining to me. I don't know why people watching type ass. It's just, it, I just really appreciate the weirdness of Kevin Smith. Yep. Mall rats will always be my favorite personally, you know, back when we yes. flagging, but, yes. um, I, I, you know, there definitely are better main movies, but like mall rats will be my favorite, but I love this view askew shared universe. They did it first. Kevin Smith's the blueprint. <laughs> well, I'm a dogma guy as, dogma, as for my Kevin dogma, Smith movies dogma. as being raised very strict Roman Catholic that movie really hits home for me so uh, that's that's one that I uh, enjoy a lot but yeah a clerk small rats and he named his daughter after Harley Quinn yeah that's crazy too so but I'm gonna name my son after Eric Eric Holzman Vera that's fine with me yeah be, be, be very nice of you if you did that <laughs> very nice of you I don't know if maybe you want to pick a, give him a different middle name <laughs> I don't want the kid to get beat up. So <laughs> he's German Italian. Like, no, I'm just Italian. You're my name's Holzman. It's a weird story. I'm named after the champion of Long Island. Oh, like that's man. who you're named after, kid. Really? Him? Yeah. <laughs> Poor he kid. Most empanadas in the nineteen eighty one Massapequa County Fair. Poor kid. Poor kid. He's named after me, poor kid. He hit the game-winning home run in the 1983 high school championships off Geraldo Rivera. I was six years old. He's so gifty. And how old is Geraldo <laughs> <laughs> in high school? That was such a great one. I love that one. Oh, boy. All right. We've come to the end of this journey. So, Pete, tell everyone where they could find you. You can find me and all my Uxesian theories on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform bureau at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, the podcast listening to now, Straight Out Gotham at Straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook group. We have a Facebook fan page. Consider following both. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Uh, you can catch up on Garrett's vegan dietary needs and uh, his meal plans for. Uh, I think he's coming out with a cookbook. I think it was like 101 recipes for the. Fanboy vegan, something like that. It was very interesting. So. What? <laughs> Follow at Team Yellow Oval as we celebrate the return of the Oval on the big and small screen as well as in print. Uh, Batman 89 was fantastic. It finished up in six issues. It was very fun. I enjoyed it so much. Justin doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, follow podcast number two of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey. That is a podcast that I personally co-host with my great friends, Nicholas and Nico Caruso. Um, I love them and I'm so excited for them to uh, record with me at some point again because I, I miss them. I haven't done a show them in like two months, guys. I miss <laughs> you guys. So uh, we got to do this. Uh, follow that. That's Italians for Spidey. Check out BatmanOnFilm.com. 
and Batman Film YouTube. I've got interviews. I've got comic reviews. i got toy reviews. i got a pop review of the Riddler right now from the Batman up there. Check that out. I've got Detective Comics reviews. Uh, Eric likes duct tape a lot, so he really likes this Riddler. That was uh, awesome. So that, that was that was what he took out of this whole review. Was like, I really like the duct tape. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's not much really to it. So there you go. <laughs> it's a fun cup pop. But that's really it. So take your like, champ. I just thought the way they include how they included it was very, very clever. That's I agree. Cool. I think it was great. McFarlane should give me some duct tape. Well, McFarlane gave us the Tucker. Okay. So that, well, yeah, that that's actually a cool little toy too. So that's cool. Now that you know um, what it is, remember when we first came out, we we're like, what, what is this ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's very funny. Oh, well, yeah, we got the context finally. So that's good. Uh, we're gonna have to have Garrett on now since we've been talking about him. We, he hasn't been on our show in a while, so we're gonna have to have Garrett on. Not he's at least gotta like go fifty fifty half Beyond Burger, half Grand Beef <laughs> on the podcast. He's at least gotta go fifty fifty. No man, we haven't had a on. It's been since the beginning of the show. He should eat a hot dog. That's not real meat to begin with. If Garrett eats like an actual like ballpark hot dog, I he can guest on our podcast. <laughs> I need a Twitter video. Okay. Let's do this. If you want Garrett to guest on Straight Outta Gotham, hashtag ballpark SOGGG and tag him in it. Ballpark for hot dog. I know what it's for. Go ahead. So hashtag ballpark SOGGG. That's three G's. Okay. And tell Garrett you want him on Straight Outta Gotham, but he's got to eat a ballpark hot dog on video on Twitter. I'm down with that. I think that's fair. If we can get 40 likes on that from this, uh, the release of this broadcast, Garrett can be on our Twitter page. All right. So uh, at least have Twitter four page likes page. for me because I have four Twitter accounts. So, I can like each <laughs> so, so that'll be four. 40 likes. I think so you just need 36 more, guys. That's it. Do you need 36 <laughs> more? And we're good. But he, I, I need a video of him eating a grilled hot dog. Okay. I think we can do that. I think we can make that happen. So. We'll have to talk about it, but it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun little thing too, as well to see, to have that. All right, guys. One of my Twitter accounts, as you know, is finally 33 spell for now. 33, you can hit me up there. My one, one of my other ones is for my New York Knicks podcast. It's all nicked up. It's all underscore Nick underscore up. So you guys, if you're fans of the New York Knicks, go check me out there. I always, I kind of like Pete does with the SOG account. I put a lot of news there. Uh, I retweet a lot of things. I do comment on some of the the. the uh, do you attack Michael K? No, no, no. I do comment on some <laughs> of the beat writers, uh, the Knicks beat writers, uh, and some of the other guys who who do a fantastic job. It's really is Ayasola uh, still doing it? No, he does Nets now. He does really. Nets. Yeah, he's wow, a Nets that, now. that's that's not a good gig anymore. So <laughs> I guess it is. There's a lot to cover. <laughs> well, yeah, right now there's a lot of drama there, so it'd be easy. But um, guys, go check out check out the podcast as well. All decked up. Uh, we have four, three episodes in the books. I'm at, we did, I did a live stream this past week. I'm going to be downloading the audio. I watched and it. That as a podcast. So, oh, you did? You were there? I did. I was Thank there. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. I uh, laughed because you're Knicks fans. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's a tough life. Like I said, if it weren't for the Yankees, my sports life would be very, very depressing. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm looking at these stupid Knicks fans. Look at them. <laughs> uh, check out, of course, the Facebook fan, our Facebook group, our Facebook page. The group is actually growing. It's it's the membership is growing. I I just looked the other day. I couldn't believe how many members we actually had. I was really? like, oh, wow, uh, what, yeah, what, we're close. How, we're close to like 180 now. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There's about 180 people there. So I was hoping you'd said like 600. Well, 
Well, when I looked the last time, it was like 120 something. Oh, wow. Really? It's grown. Yeah, it's grown exponentially in that time. Well, thank you. uh, Which is good. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, We we have to be more active in therapy. We got to like post. How much more active do you want to be? I put everything. No, you. I mean. I mean, not I don't the have new, any more time. A lot of it, not the news stories. Which, of yes, you do a great job of that. I'm talking about actually having a vocal presence with one or two of us in there, oh, um, engaging with the that's fans. What I have that's you what for. It, yeah, that's you're the vocal presence. That's true. I do handle the vocal presence stuff. You're vocal. Eric's vocal presence. So yeah, guys, thank you again for joining, for listening and joining the groups and interacting with us. We have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I'll try and post some of my more crazier polls, maybe too. That seems to people seem. People seem to like my hot sauce polls. And <laughs> so, uh, so you know, we'll just I'll just toss some of those stuff back in there and have a good, little bit of fun with it. Uh, oh, what can I say? I have weird, weird. I'm weird. What can I say? I yeah, I have nothing. Yeah, else I can. yeah. I'm a weird dude. Hell yeah, I'm a weird dude. I, I don't eat fresh tomatoes, but I like tomato products. Like. I don't like fresh watermelon, but I like watermelon products. I'm just a weird guy. What do you want me to? Um, also, just so that everybody knows, uh, shout out to Reno. Why are we shouting out Reno? Why wouldn't I? Okay. <laughs> because he's a cinephile like me, and we both appreciate higher class filmmaking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think That's we're done. It. I think we're done with That's this one. It. So, yeah. Shout out to Reno, of course. Reno. Viva Los Expos. We have a lot of... Um, Reno and I usually do discuss the more serious films that, that we watch. So I should do a show with him on like the black phone. Anyway, I don't know. I'm thinking out loud, guys. Let's let's shut this thing down. So for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we will see you next time. Booyah!